Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, depending on what time zone you're in. My name is Shelly Smith, and I am part one of uh, the host of the Culture Hour, the owner of Premier Rapport, where everything about culture matters. My partner in crime, Elizabeth Valise, is out in the field today doing her thing. So we miss her, but we'll see her again uh, next week or the week after for another just one-on-one -on -one with Elizabeth and I to sort of catch up on everything that's in the news. But today, I'm really thrilled and honored to introduce Gail Miller. Gail Miller should be a name that you're familiar with. If not, all you have to do is type in her name and TED Talk and many more things will pop up. We are thrilled to have her on the show today to talk about everything culture related. And I'm also happy to announce that Gail is our keynote opening speaker at the local Peninsula Sherm uh, Strategic Full Day Conference in September. Uh, being held at CNU there in Newport News on campus. So without further ado, Gail Miller. Gail, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe some things that folks don't know or you, you decide what you want us to know today. Well, first I wanna say thank you, Shelley, for having me. Um, well, I'm Gail Miller and I have over 20 years of recruiting and career coaching experience. And you mentioned my TED Talk, and I did my TED Talk on unconscious bias in recruiting. And I kind of lift the layers of what goes on in recruiting and some of the reasons why, you know, candidates are not hired. And I kind of shed light on it because a lot of times candidates are left in the dark. It's like, you know, why didn't I get this job? I thought I nailed it. And it's not always what they did wrong. It's just the unconscious bias that kind of creeps in on us. Everyone has it yeah. um, as recruiting managers. So um, I gave a very frank and honest view of it and gave some really good examples and some ways to combat, combat that on a daily basis. So what, what are some of the, maybe just one or two top immediate tips that sort of come off the, your head of things that maybe people do to help overcome some of those biases or, or are there signals maybe? I don't know. Well, the first thing is definitely self-awareness. Because um, what happens with unconscious bias, we have so many thoughts in our brain at any given time, mm -hmm. but we can only handle a couple. Right. So what happens is when you can only handle a couple, your brain makes shortcuts and you always revert to what feels comfortable or what you know. So you make assumptions based on your history and your experiences and that's natural. Um, so you have to be self-aware of what that is and kind of catch yourself. So self-awareness is the number one thing first. That's the first step. Makes sense. If you're not self-aware, it's going to be difficult. Exactly. The second thing is the second thing is something that I call, and it's in my talk. I'm kind of giving it away if you haven't seen it. Um, it's called "So What," and a lot of things that we judge candidates on, or even people, or relationships, everything in our lives, we all have judgments. Yeah, we make more of it than it really is. So I call it the "So What" test, and I'll give you an example. Okay. Um, the example that I give in my TED talk is, and this, everything that I said that happened in my TED talk is true. Like people are like, oh, you're lying. This never happens. Oh, it, it's <laughs> thing, all these things. Um, and I worked at it, you know, my story's in there. Um, so the story is that um, there was a candidate and she wore white pumps right after Labor Day. 
And she was amazing. She was the perfect candidate. I just thought for sure she would be hired. There was absolutely no reason not to hire her whatsoever. Yeah, right. And the hiring manager said, mm, I don't know. There's just something I can't quite put my finger on it. And you know, when they say that, you're like, oh boy, there's yes. something going on. Yes. And then she said, did you notice she's wearing white pumps? You don't wear white pumps after Labor Day. And I just, boom, knew it. Yeah. I knew it right then in the air. She couldn't get over that. She yeah. wasn't doing it on purpose though. She yeah. wasn't, it wasn't purpose. But it's somehow in her brain, it was, it was a judgment that was so deep in her that it, she couldn't get over it. Yeah. Yeah. So I say, so my test is, so what? So what if she's wearing white pumps after Labor Day? How yeah. is that going to affect her doing the job? And that's how we always have to revert back is, is this affecting how this person is going to do the job? So if they come to work and they're wearing white pumps after Labor Day and it bothers you, you know, maybe it's you. Like, you have to get over <laughs> it, right? Like, yes. you have to deal with it because we work with all different types of people and we interface with all different people with different cultures and different upbringing. You're not always going to mesh with them. You're not yeah. always going to like what they're doing. Um, and are there some... Are, are, are there, I, let me interrupt you for a second because a couple of key points... When you see that happening, um, either literally at, at the moment or afterwards, and you're able to interject your so what, have you, have you found success on sort of calling that out to get the person hired, to get that person who's doing the judgment and the bias sort of off of that to realize the, the error of, in their thinking? Absolutely. So what, Absolutely. Give, give us one of those. Give us maybe something that you've done or a story around that. Yeah. So I actually had a client. I don't know what it is with the shoes. <laughs> like shoes. <laughs> now you're making feel. me paranoid about my shoes. <laughs> now it's like indeed. So I had a client who um, this this candidate came in and she was wearing is it Crocs maybe? Yeah, like kind the rubber. Yeah. Yeah, but they weren't quite that. I don't know what you would call it, but that style. Okay. She goes in there, she does a great job. And, she, you know, the, the hiring manager said to me, you know, I just want you to be aware. You know, this is something I really, I'm having a very difficult time getting over. She's, she's interviewing for an HR position and she's showing up in these shoes. And I kind of get it. Like you're judging that. Yeah. And I said, okay let me get to the bottom of this because maybe there's a reason for it. And we really have to think, you know, does it really matter? Okay. Yeah. Cause if there's a dress code, then you could always change it and say, you know, you can't be wearing Crocs, but she's like, it's still bad, a judgment call. Mm. So I call, you know, the candidate and she said, look, I, um, I had surgery on my feet and she couldn't wear pumps. And I said, well, you know, I wish you would have told me that in advance, Right. Because I would have told that to the client. She said, oh, yeah, I would never show up like that. But I did for medical reasons. And then I went back and I told the client and the client was fine with it. And they hired her. Beautiful. But if they didn't have that person in between, she might not have gotten the job. I mean, yeah. I do think in that situation, a candidate should have just said, look, yeah. I'm not dressed the way I typically would. But even if it wasn't. Let's just say she didn't have that issue. 
Right. And she did show up. So much of how we judge people is so superficial. Yes, it is. And it's, and a lot of people will argue, well, you know, you're not supposed to do that. It's not professional and that's bad judgment. But who are you to say that that's bad judgment? So when you say so what, the big thing about so what is that it allows you to focus on what matters. I love it. What's important. I use the, the so what on, on a behavioral assessment when the reports come out and everybody's like, yeah, that's me. And I'm like, well, that's great. Not to be funny, but I already knew that was you because it's a valid you know, study. But so what? What, what are we going to do with it? What, what does it mean now? So I love that. And I have to tell you that uh, both of your stories resonate with me personally as something that happened uh, last week. I um, chose to wear a new pair of shoes when uh, I was going to be walking um, really long places in DC. And that was really silly on me. I should have done the, the city girl thing and had, you know, my multiple shoes and then get in and swapped. I didn't do that. At any rate, my um, feet ended up a hot mess and I had back to back speaking. So the next day I had to go get tennis shoes and, and I had tennis shoes on for my keynote speaking. But I was very embarrassed, but I got up and said, this is what happened. I turned a funny story into it. And then I was able to, cause I, and <laughs> it was, it was uncomfortable for me because I thought the, the very thing that you're talking about, I'm going to be judged. So I chose to, you know, make fun of myself a bit and just sort of call it out. And then the other thing is I had a, um, a, a podcast piece like this for a taping for, it was actually a webinar and we had received some feedback and the feedback was, that uh, from somebody was that I reminded this person of someone else and they just couldn't get over it and they couldn't move on. And that was her feedback. And I was like, okay, wow. (laughs) So boy. Yeah. And and so at any rate, I definitely get that. I've, I've been a part of that. And I'm quite sure that I have unconsciously, um, done that myself. And, Two or three weeks ago, we actually had on the Culture Hour, um, Elizabeth and I really got into a conversation about the, the clothing and the interview, and um, the person that we had on is a, um, a sales process expert. And so we talked about, you know, the different things of the uniforms and the judging. It was really interesting to, especially today, the workers in the different environments are far different, but when is it okay to not show up in a suit. And so it's just interesting that this whole thing has come, you know, back. And I have this uh, conversation with my two older children as I go into job interviews all the time because of the biases that happen. So it's not going to go away. There's, um, you can't just wave a magic wand and get somebody over it. But I love your approach of the, so what, when you're in there, um, is there anything that you could give uh, our time has gone by so fast. We're almost at 20 minutes. Is there anything that you could give the listeners today some sort of final thoughts about the either the so what to sort of help themselves above and beyond the self-awareness or maybe some self-awareness questions to ask themselves? I don't know. Um, any, any thoughts that you could give to that? And then please let the viewers know the best way that they could contact you or uh, catch you at a live event other than obviously coming to the one here in September. But I'll turn it back over to you for some closing thoughts and contact information. Okay, great. Well, I just want everyone to know that regarding the so what, it's just much bigger than, you know, HR and recruiting. It's about 
using that in your everyday life and really focusing on what matters so you live a more fulfilled life. Um, because so much of our day is filled with minutia and worrying about things that just bog us down, that just don't matter, that have really no effect. We make things bigger than they are. So the next time you get worried over something, just say, so what? Just so what? I'm going to focus that. on what makes me happy, what's important. You know, it's not the end of the world. My nail broke. Oh my gosh. So what? Move on to the next, on to the next. So it's like, so what? On to the next. I love and, that. And that's live our lives and and the next thing is you know regarding bias try to use understand bias do research on bias mm. and you if you're interviewing use it to your advantage use and it's called when they can look it up affinity bias beautiful because we like to hire people that are similar to us so right. use that do research find out everything about the person you're interviewing with and try to find a commonality so they feel comfortable hiring you because people like to hire people like themselves. So that's my tip. Love it. That's Love it. The day. Have, how, do we, um, they, how do we find you? So I have two websites, uh, Consult Networks with an X. Uh, that's the strategic staffing part of my business. And then I have Career Networks, uh, that website. And that is for my career coaching, executive coaching. And then I also have the sowhatrev.com website as well. Um, my email is gmiller at consultnetworks.com. That's the best way to uh, get a hold of me. Beautiful. And I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and, you know, all the social media websites. So, Thank you so much. And I, I definitely love your so what and will continue to do that. And I think it's great just on, like you said, on a personal level, when you start to get tied up and caught into things. And um, I forget where I heard this years ago, but it's uh, getting caught up in the details that don't matter is like trying to straighten the chairs on the sinking Titanic. <laughs> I love but, that. <laughs> you know? So um, thank you so much for your time today. Um, we really look forward to seeing you again at the Peninsula Sherm live in September. It's the third Thursday of September and it's a full day conference and Gail is teeing it up and gonna get the group going and I can't wait for the conversation because I know it's gonna be a great one. So until next time, my name is Shelly Smith and I'm gonna say goodbye from Elizabeth Valise as well, but uh, stay tuned for the next uh, Culture Hour and I'm the owner of Premier Rapport because remember, culture matters. Thanks everybody and have a great day and again, thank you, Gail. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you for joining me and another guest for the Culture Hour. If you want to go back to past episodes, make sure you follow the podcast on any of your favorite apps and devices. If you're looking for a daily dose, a little short snippet, then all you need to do is hop over to the other podcast called Your Morning Commute. Thank you again for tuning in. If you're looking for questions, other speakers, more topics, by all means, reach out. Shelly at PremierReport.com. Remember, culture isn't built in a day. Culture is built every day. Are you spending your money and your time and energy on repairs? Or are you spending your time and your energy defining and maintaining? Be safe out there.